we're going to start the huddle for the Thursday show. But there was a point at which I thought Scott was being a little forward with Dana Devon when he kept telling her to keep going when she was describing peeling off yeah, her work clothes. Yeah, that was a bit much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Scott, stop harassing the guests! Scott! <laughs> Literally, I work in DEI every freaking day, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a little uncomfortable. Scott's, you know, we're on Zoom now because of COVID. Scott's screen went black. I don't know what was happening over there at his place. God, you're making things up. I don't know. Really charming. Um, listen, I uh, do want to talk about in the huddle today, my kindergarten picture. So oh if you were dream, I'm so sorry you, to interrupt you. I know we talk too much over each other, but my God, Jim, it's magnificent. <laughs> like I can't say anything. I like sometimes like posts that make me giggle or like videos of friends, kids that are just joyful. That fucking picture, Jim, is so darn cute. And I really don't hope I get I hope I don't get the circus music, but my God, you're fucking adorable. Thank it's you. So, so cute. But I'm specifically disappointed in something. Like if you look at the picture, I'm not just pissed off. And angry. I'm disappointed. Like, yeah. I'm looking at the photographer like they've just said something chunky, disappointing. Yeah. Honestly, probably made me feel chunky in my blue t-shirt. Or, um, you know, told me that I didn't get cast in the kindergarten circus. Because we all know that Christine stole the lead role of the bareback rider from me that year. But... I don't know. It's a hit. And many people are asking me why I look so disappointed in it. And I, I really can't tell you, but it is he a crowd pleaser. A smile or something like that. He was trying to be like, come on, guy. Oh, I don't know. I did no. break my arm that year. And so I might have just been in a cast and I might have just been lame as a Rob, you know, like <laughs> unhappy. Um, Kathy friend of the pod, Kathy, she, oh, by the way, I met Kathy in real life last night. We had dinner in Palm Springs and one of the producers of the Jim Lanahan and Friends podcast is very jealous about it. But I'm going to say this. I didn't ask that producer in question to move across the country to Connecticut before we had dinner with Kathy. I didn't ask her to do that. All I did was accept an invitation for an avocado BLT and a delicious side of fries. Yum. Okay, first of all, there are only two producers, me and you. So that means it was definitely me, which absolutely you're <laughs> right. I saw it and I was like, I am so jealous because as you know, I, I love a friend gathering. I yeah. really do. She's I, great. I do. So much fun to catch up on. She kept saying things like this, though. I can't believe you're really in front of me right now and not in my phone. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> I know. And I was like, so I, I hope I live up to the expectation, Kathy. Like, I, like, and I kept like trying to be extra, like trying to make it extra good for them. Like, cause I didn't want them to leave and be like, oh, he's so much better on Instagram. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's a lot anyway. of no, you're like, that's the thing people don't know. Like you're like you're phenomenal, like online and in these settings and in our podcasts and stuff. But like in person, you're such a warm and delightful human. Like it was so great to reconnect with you a year ago and like literally a year ago, because that's when we first started talking about doing this. And um, it just made me want to spend more time with you. And it's so much fun to be able to do that. I mean, we oh, talk every day, so. Thank you. So go, lucky. go on. Tell me more. <laughs> well, actually, I do have a plan for, as a, as, your, as your producer, I do have that plan for us to be able to gather again when when you guys are able to travel. I, I, we really do want to do that East Coast trip for all of you to come to New York and mm-hmm. record episodes um, yeah. from here from upstate New York on down. So mm-hmm. I, I really do think maybe we do like an upstate New York to DC, I think would be fun oh, or Maryland, you know, so much fun. Cause those are my yeah. other people. Cause I've lived well, in DC twice. Yeah. 
And I, and I feel like we would do it with like the sim. I, I just feel like we have so many great things we'll be able to do when we can see each other. And we just all love each other so much too. Yeah. It would be fun to travel together too. Wouldn't it be hilarious? Mm-hmm. Except yes. for, I'll tell you right now, I'm not sitting in the middle seat y'all. And I'm probably going to upgrade to first with my points, but otherwise it'll be fun to travel with everybody. Thank you. No one sits in the middle. The dog sits in the middle seat. <laughs> And we don't share and rooms. You can sit in the middle if you want to join. Scott, I work in I'm diversity, sorry. equity, and inclusion every friggin' day. You're going to get me in a lot of trouble. Um, are you done harassing our friends with benefits that have joined us today, Scott? <laughs> I have to find another straight guy. So everybody knows a uh, friend with benefits, Janine, is with us today. And Scott, whenever Janine's... Uh, with us, God can't concentrate. I have a hard time. Have it's a time. it's a good thing you couldn't see Dana Devon. I mean, you were harassing her, and you couldn't even see. I her. wasn't harassing Dana. Yes, Devin. you were. No, you literally told her, "Don't stop." When she was describing taking <laughs> off her not. clothes, I keep going. I said, "Keep going." Mm-hmm. Guys, get get back to me for a second, though. <laughs> the million dollar question is. Should what we happens? have merchandise? Yes. A lot of people have said to me that they want that kindergarten picture on a coffee mug and they want that kindergarten picture on a Christmas ornament. Now, what is so funny about that is Christine and I will give each other prank gifts as gifts. Christine and I haven't even given each other that picture on an ornament. So it's so funny to people who didn't even know me then. But so that's the, I'm getting a lot of questions about ornaments and mugs and t-shirts. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a series of polls on Instagram, whether or not you would purchase merch and then whether or not you would purchase t-shirts or mugs or ornaments. And maybe we will have a limited edition merchandise line that involves that picture that everyone loves and some additional things, i.e. I want a black shirt with white block lettering that has our names on it. So you know how they do the names. Yes. It'll say yes. Will and Grace and Karen and Jack. You know what I mean? Or like Naomi and Cindy and all the supermodels. Mm-hmm. I want like I want a shirt with our name on it. And then the other Love thing it. is as we come out of Pandemia, there's some total classic Lanahan's like, are you my husband and stuff like that. So we will think about merch, but only if the people say, yes, I'll purchase it. And guess who wants to help us produce the merch? Kathy Nordquist. All of a sudden last night I was having a BLTA add the avocado and it turned into a business meeting. You know what that means? Itemize that bitch. Always itemize. And also, I just want to say to our listeners, I'm thinking coaster. A coaster? Poster with your face on it. Well, you know what I'm thinking? Did you say coaster or poster? No, we're not at the poster stage yet, but coaster. coaster. Well, if it is a poster, it's going to be the Farrah Fawcett poster in the red bathing suit, but with my face. I want to say this. The other thing that Jim Lanahan should just have available is an iced coffee tumbler. That's a no-brainer, right? An iced and coffee tumbler? Screw the rest of it. Yeah. Iced coffee and tumbler the iced coffee tumbler probably has, like, is it the face or does it actually have, like, a front and a back? Is the back hashtag yummy yummy, right? Like, let there's a lot of things to talk about, you guys. Let me, let me tell you something. Maybe we shouldn't talk about it on the podcast, but there's a lot of things to discuss. <laughs> Anyway, so um, uh, everybody, the moral of the story is be looking for these um, polls on the Instagram over the next few days. And then just know that we're thinking about how to make this all happen. I want a little keychain of your voice, uh, Jimmy, saying. He just literally said, God, you're ruining the podcast. He literally just said, move on. You're going to get that damn circus music. I'm used to it. Truth be told, I always wanted to host The View, but I don't exactly meet the lady requirement. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get my friends together and we're going to start a podcast. 
Hello, I am Jim Lanahan, and these are my friends. Ready? Let's go. All right, you guys, welcome to episode 57 of the Jim Lanahan and Friends podcast. Let's quickly look around the room. Scott Sheldon, Christine Sinecourt. Stephanie Laffin. All too late. You were too late. You didn't get in. I don't know. Hi. I thought you were just making announcements like the principal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dr. John Paul Higgins is not with us today. They had a personal and professional conflict. So they will be back with us on the Monday show. Um, I wanted to follow up on some recent episode stuff. Do you all remember a few weeks ago we discussed naming our private parts after movies? And Christine won the episode. The name of that episode is named for Christine. Her movie title genital name was Clitty Clitty Bang Bang. (laughs) That's a winner, Christine. Thank you. So... Friend of the pod, Tammy, wrote me in, and she said that she likes to call her lady cave the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I thought that was fun. (laughs) And then Tammy said this, Jim, you know what I would call your junk? James and the giant peach. (laughs) Pretty funny, especially since Tammy dates ladies. So you know what, Tammy? Step off my junk, okay, Tammy? Step away from the giant peach. Uh, and then friend of the Colleen told me, friend of the blinking blink, friend of the pod, Colleen told me she calls her lady nibbles Apocalypse Now, which I think is pretty funny. Like, is, is that a reference to her vagina or her partner's skills? You know what I mean? Apocalypse Now. Or what you're in store for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what if I called sex with me Armageddon, you know? <laughs> or is the apocalypse a play on the war- on lips? <gasps> oh. Well done, Christine. Look at Christine go. Oh, my God. Oh my. You know what I would, like, my new grinder name is going to be Forrest Hump. <laughs> By the way, have you noticed when I play this game, I say it with a certain intonation. I know Christine hears it. I'm going to say it again. Like if, okay, this is normal Jim. Hey guys, my grinder name is Forrest Hump. Okay. But this is how you deliver the joke. Oh, you guys, my grinder name is Forrest Hump. It's almost like I've morphed into Samantha from Sex and the City a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or Dora from Bewitched. Yes. Oh, my God. Loved her. Um, also, I wanted to loop back to the Thursday episode. And that episode is called The One About Gender. And our Dr. John Paul was breathtakingly honest about their journey with gender acceptance power a number of topics race it went on and on body image i think we all learned something the feedback on that episode was overwhelming i got more feedback on the dms from the podcast page and on my personal Instagram page than I've ever gotten on anything else before. It was really impactful for people, uh, further reaching than I anticipated and really intense. And the letters were full of emotions. So I just wanted to stop and acknowledge them. I, I tried to respond to everybody, but it's hard when you get that much response to give everybody a personal, meaningful response, you know? So I wanted to pause here and say, I read every word and um, a few of them made me cry. And I'm, again, so thankful I always say this when we talk about our contributors. I'm just thankful that we're having these conversations. Um, We are at our best on this podcast when we're having those moments, when we are supporting each other as a family and we're being respectful and open and honest. And that is 100% what I wanted this podcast to be. First and foremost, a really safe space for people to just come and be, you know? And so... 
it just means the world. And the responses were just, oh, holy crap. So one of them was so, so heartfelt and so touching that I said, can I have your permission to talk about it on the show? And they gave me permission. It's from our friend of the pod, Craig DeGroot. He gave me permission to share his note. He gave me permission to use his name. And here's what he said. Hey, I just wanted to reach out and say I absolutely appreciated yesterday's episode, the one about gender. I didn't know I'd be feeling all the feels while listening, but there I was out on my daily run, crying, reflecting, and embracing things about myself I pushed aside for so long. Though the conversation revolved around gender and identity, what really spoke for me was when Dr. John Paul started discussing oppressing yourself. I've done this for as long as I remember. I have always been the only one telling myself that I'm not thin enough, my feelings are stupid, and my opinions don't matter. And there were many times I'd even double down and be like, you are a privileged white man, you need to get over it. But you know what? After hearing the doctor preach, I feel more empowered than ever. So thank you for that. Even at 50, a person can still learn what makes them tick, realize other has, others have felt the same way, and then have the epiphany of, fuck this, I'm fierce. Sure, it will take time, especially with my body issues and assertiveness, but I now have a true self-acceptance idol in Dr. John Paul. I just wanted to tell you this, Jim. You and your friends are really putting important thoughts, ideas, and conversations out there. A lot of corny, hilarious bullshit, too. But it's the perfect mix. That's the best note we could have gotten. And um, I have not been able to read that note without tearing up. I've read it about six times. And uh, I'm being careful not to cry now. And then I wanted to tell Craig this. Craig, you're ruining the podcast. You made me cry. Craig. (laughs) He told me I could read it if I said his name in the voice. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Scott, you might be onto something. A keychain with a recording of me screaming, you're ruining the podcast is probably a sure hit. Welcome to the club, Craig. Also, I wanted to also make sure that when when I knew we were going to talk about this, um, that I was able to share the note that John sent to all of us that said, thank you for allowing me the space. I have also gotten a lot of messages on both Facebook and Instagram. And Jim, you always talk about at the end of our episodes to take care of ourselves so we can take care of others and allowing these conversations, like being part of our tenants of what we're doing here is so important because we never know, like with Craig's note or whatever anybody else heard we just never know who needs to hear it and i think Mm -hmm. that's really awesome so yeah you know i love when we have on guests like we just had a blast with dana devon last episode right she's so much fun it's the best and some of them are celebs and some of them are not celebs but the guests are fun because it's a new voice it's an interesting new point of view but when we really just dive in on a topic like that. That's when we're best. And so, you know, I mean, Stephanie, if you could stop being selfish and start producing more family topics, that would be great. Stephanie, you're ruining the podcast. And I don't mean to flip the topic, but you know what I got this week? What? This is going to make Christine so happy. I got a half pound of Cadbury mini eggs. Mm-hmm. And they're my first mini eggs of the season. <laughs> and I'm limiting myself to 10 a day because I'm a diabetic. <laughs> but they're so delicious. Christine, that seems very restrictive. Christine, you better get to the store right now because they are out. And I'm going to tell you this, Christine, they were half gone by the time I got to the store. I, it was last night. It was very late at Gay I'll Walmart. Send you some, I, I'll send you some, Christine. Okay. And you ready for this? Cadbury has gone full throttle this year. They come in... Classic milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. I don't ever remember the white chocolate before. 
No, nothing nothing that. good about white chocolate. Oh, I'm a fan of white chocolate, but I want, when I get a Cadbury mini egg, yeah. I want the Cadbury mini egg I've been popping in my mouth for 25 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll tell you the other thing. They had the peanut butter eggs from, that's my downfall. Those damn peanut butter eggs oh from Reese's. Oh, Holy crap. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm a big fan of the know. Cadbury cream egg as well. Oh, that's my mother's. Yeah. I are. I got my I mom. They come into four packs. I got my mom two four packs. Well, let me had tell a stroke. You here's a here's eight eggs. Shut up. You know. Yeah. No, they also come in a variety of flavors now because I had to do my research on the egg situation. The cream eggs but, do. Yes, they do. They come in yeah. multiple varieties. Do you know what my I'm favorite is? Gross. They make a caramel egg. It's got no cream in it. It's just the yes, egg, and it's filled with this car. Oh, it's so delicious. Oh my gosh. It's so That's good. Awesome. I'm going to tell um, you a little secret. We are horribly... Scott! 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 That's what it is. By the way, you know what it is? That's what it is. It is just a keychain with a button on it, and when you push it, you just hear this. Scott! <laughs> Um, can't, we can't pay for the Jeopardy music, so. Thank you to Craig for this lovely note. We got horribly off topic. We were thanking Craig. This is an amazing note from Craig. And and thank you to everybody who reached out. And um, we're going to try to do more shows like that, that, mm-hmm. that really focus on topics that we can all get in on and support each other on. So it's really important. Um, okay. It's going to be, a, this is going to be one of those shows, y'all, where it's going to be famil- family and a little emotional. So let's jump in on Meow Mix with Christine. Cats like mouses, cats like me, cats like boxes, cats like sleep, cats like lasers, cats like running, cats like birds, cats like kitty go, kitty go, kitty meow it on the floor. I don't know if it's really called the Albix, but I I don't know what the segment's called. But the music is the Albix. Yeah, I'm like, you guys, let's have a serious conversation about me Albix. Do you remember that there was a lesbian bar downtown and he called yeah. me Albix too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I ate so much pussy at that bar. That Christine, what's milk. going on? Well, I was trying to come up with something uh, to talk about this week, and I was like, oh my God, I can't think of anything because it's been just a crazy week. And then I was like, well, just talk about your crazy week, you dumb bitch. <laughs> so um, a couple of weeks ago, I, f- I brought my cat to the vet. I had been meaning to do so. He was probably about a year overdue for his visit because of COVID. Um, but I finally made the appointment, and uh, he had had some lumps on his person. I'm not sure what his gender identity is. I, I place him, him and he on it. Uh, but he had, um, a lump that turned out to be a mast cell tumor. So they did a ultrasound on him and thankfully it had not, uh, metastasized to his spleen, which is what it normally would do. So that was good. He did have an enlarged pancreatitis. He did have an enlarged pancreas, but he has previously had pancreatitis. So they think it is because of that and not because of the cancer. So last, this Wednesday, I brought him um, to the vet for the surgery and he loves traveling in the car. It's his favorite thing in the world. (laughs) So um, it's been a stressor of getting him in and out of uh, kennels all week, but went in he had the the ma- the main mass on his side. I had found two other tiny ones on his head, and then by his arm, I had felt what sort of almost felt like a lipoma. So I had asked them to check that out. So they went in, they removed all of the masses, which I was not expecting. So when I picked him up, he literally was shaved in four giant spots on his body, and he had like staples all through them. So he looked like a little Frankenstein kitty. So I got him home. And of course it's COVID. So they're giving you all of this like information, but it's like through a car window. So I was just like handed all of these meds and, (laughs) and sent home. So I managed to kind of get the meds in him. I I think he's not the best medicine taker. Um, But he, 
he's not allowed to lick his wounds and he can't have a um an e-collar because two of them are on his neck so the vet didn't give me any instructions other than don't let him lick the wounds and i'm like he's a cat and i sleep so i bought him this little <laughs> i bought him this little recovery um suit on amazon and Last night, let me just say this before it, it gets like sadder. They, they think that it should be completely curative, that they think they got everything. And so we just have to look for future lumps. That's great. That's yeah. great news. Yeah. Having Now that you've said that, and we all know Toby's going to be okay, I just wanted to speak on behalf of Scott Sheldon and say, I can't believe he can't lick his shaved pussy body go ahead i know it's very upsetting and mm-hmm. I, so last night um it was hard for me it was hard for me to deliver that joke without a, a smirk on my face go ahead i would have got the music if i had said that the music been <laughs> yeah well that's you know my name's in the title of the show thanks so much um so last night i i had previously purchased a baby onesie from target that i had sort of fashioned into a, a suit, but it didn't cover the wound on his shoulder. So I bought a new one. I got it on him last night and he was so angry. Like he literally just wouldn't even move. And so I went to bed and he, and I noticed around 2 AM he hadn't gotten into bed, which he normally does. And so I found him behind the chair and he had somehow gotten the onesie off and it was like laying in a pile next to him. So I like go back to bed and he, he climbs into bed and, uh, I'm like, all right, I'll just let him be. And then all of a sudden I hear like, (laughs) like he's going to town on licking his wounds. So I like get the onesie, put it back on him, like sitting there sulking, go to bed, wake up, can't find him anywhere. I find him under the (laughs) bed and he has like, has the onesie half off, but it has gotten entangled like on his legs. So he literally can't move. So I had to like pull him out from under the bed to take this onesie off. And I was like, I'm so, I don't know. I'm not trying to compare having cats to children because I realize there's no comparison, but it just makes me realize that not having kids was the right choice for me. No, I was just thinking the same thing, though. Like, imagine people that have children no. who, you know, I had my tonsils out when I was seven. My mom was a nurse. But imagine the average person who's not a nurse takes their kid for an operation, then takes the kid home. And it's like, you know, they don't give you a manual when you have a baby. You don't need to take a test to have a baby. You just bring your baby home and it's literally like... Good luck. Yeah. And then and so then imagine your kid needs surgeries and unless it's a really invasive type of a operation, you don't really get a manual. They send you home and they're like, come back in two days, we'll snip that pack out of the nose. What? So anyway, I hear you. I, I thought the same thing. Um, I'm sorry he's not keeping that thing on. He's on antibiotics. They, they're they not red, so I'm assuming that... I'm hoping that anything that he might do bacteria-wise with licking it will be counteracted by the antibiotics, because I don't know what else to do. Because, yeah. You do the best you can. Yeah, so I was just like, I'm going to have to just hope that he'll be okay. And the vet didn't give me anything. That's the weird thing, so... Yeah. I don't know. Um, is there a cone involved? You All I want from you, and I don't know why you're being so selfish, is a picture of that cat in a cone. That's all I want from you. I, I sent you the one he, uh, the one uh, my friend Allison sent him, like, as a get well thing. This, this flower, like, it's a sunflower or sun cone. It looks like a tablecloth. Yeah, and so... <laughs> But he can't wear it. The vet said not to put anything on his neck. So I just, I briefly put it on like just, just so I could take a picture. Mm -hmm. Uh, But once he is healed, there will be so many pictures of him in that cone because it is ridiculous. He'll probably look like Jim's kindergarten picture. He'll probably have the same (laughs) face. He has a very similar face. (laughs) You know, for the merch items, by the way, maybe it's a side-by-side of kindergarten Jimmy and current Jimmy doing the same face. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think we're on to something. Um, well, um, first of all, how dare you mention Allison on this podcast? I'm in That's an argument awesome. with her. Uh, Stephanie knows Allison, by the way, as well. Uh, number two, I <laughs> I hope she never hears this. Number I don't two, I don't, she's not listening to this. She hates me right now. Number two, <laughs> stupid friend arguments. Number two, um, I'm sorry that he's not behaving, but what's the follow-up plan? Like, is there a go back and get the staples out date? Yeah, he, in two weeks, um, so it'll be a week from this Wednesday, I have okay. to bring him in to get the staples removed. The good thing is staples are durable, right? It's so if it were old school stitches, Toby could chew them out. Yeah. Uh, yeah but staples not, are not coming out, so. He's not chewing on it. He's just licking. Good. They just I don't, don't want it to get infected. Bad, don't yeah. cats lick infection? Them. Scott, you can't just go around licking everything. Scott, you get an infection. That's who? I mean, cats lick themselves all the time. Every veterinarian in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Right. It's just one of those things. Like I feel so bad because I'm so grateful to have him. He's made this pandemic like bearable. Mm. I can't imagine the people that are like alone and don't have an animal. Yeah. yeah. You no, know, so. Like um, me? <clears throat> like yeah. sweet Jim Lanahan? Yeah, Frederick. You got though. James in the big giant peach. You don't even know. <laughs> but you're not alone. I mean, like, you know, you have your mom and you have us. Like, you're, you're seeing people, but for people that are truly, like, completely isolated and have no outlet, that so just to see them in pain and to. Yeah. To not be able to. Yeah. To help them. Well, we're sending our love to Toby. I did get permission from Christine to put some pictures up. So uh, around when you are hearing this podcast, go look at Instagram and you'll see pictures of Toby. One will be Toby wearing the don't lick your own body onesie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to call that outfit. And the other one will be a Isn't big. That what the Mormons wear? <laughs> Of the Mormon underwear. And the other one will be Toby in a in a daisy cone, which doesn't, by the way, doesn't look effective to me. Is it just to keep him, like, it basically covers his whole body, so is the point you just can't lick around the cone? Well, I put, I had inverted it. Normally, I mean, you oh. wear it either way, like, you know, like a traditional a cone. I had just put it on him because okay. Yeah, so I, oh, no, I almost had it like a shawl. <laughs> he looked you, like a sunflower. You yeah. know I want that in the traditional cone. You know oh, what I want. You'll get it. You'll Christine, get it. Christine, give Jim what he wants. I want it. <laughs> I want that I will, cat. I will put it on and take a picture so you can post it on Thursday. I also can't even imagine because Toby, I know he has mellowed out, but Toby is also like a ornery cat, right? So nice. poor Toby just must be so just pissed off for lack of a better word. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry. Cause I know it stinks. It's so funny because he's so pissed off, but then he's also, I don't know if it's the meds, but he's also been so loving. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Like he'll, he'll like pout in the corner and then 10 minutes later he like crawls up and, and wants affection. So, so I think he's feeling all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> sending our love to Toby. Love to Tobes. We will be right back after this commercial break. Hey everybody, it's Jim from the Jim Lanahan and Friends podcast. I hope you love the podcast as much as we love putting it together for you. But I have a favor to ask. If you've not already done so, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you find podcasts. And then, once you've subscribed, please rate our podcast five stars and leave us a quick review. Here's why I'm asking. 
Subscribing, rating, and commenting helps us immensely. When you do that for us, it helps new listeners find us more easily when they're looking for podcasts on their devices. And that, in turn, helps us grow our happy tribe of Jim Lanahan and Friends podcast listeners. Thank you in advance for subscribing. Thank you for listening to us every week. And of course, thank you for being a friend. Those are my boys, those um, dynamite boys. I can't think I saw, of the name. I saw your story, Jimmy. The, the, oh, yeah. Like the number one uh, in the world. BTS. Whatever. Thank you. I was blanking on my boyfriend's names. BTS. Yeah. They're, no, they're the number one in the entire world. Like, they're amazing. Um, and I'm, I'm dating at least three of them right now. So thank you, Scott, for the support, for the polygamy biracial relationship support I'm, I, I appreciate it very much I'm, I'm down for all of that sure. yeah I know yeah. well you know I'm down you're down with the swirl mm-hmm. and is well, there, so are you so are you is that is it still the swirl though if they're Asian it's, I uh, have to ask John. Do the, do the kids sure. have a there must be a cute phrase for I'm that sure you know what I mean yeah. I'm down with the Whatever, you know, I, I now, no matter what I say, it's going to be inappropriate. I know. So I'm I not. Gonna, I stopped talking. As well. I almost said, like, I'm down with the Kung Pao. Like, you know me. I'm down with. Oh, yeah. Kung Pao. That's, that's something I can't say. See, that's not. But it's not appropriate. No. You know what I mean? No. Um, but I, I'm telling you. Well, I, down I normally, with this world probably isn't that appropriate either. If you think about it. No, but you literally are. I don't know yeah. if it's wrong for you. We're going to have to have Dr. John Paul weigh in on this. I don't think it's wrong for you to say that because you are engaged to someone who is Jamaican. So I don't yes. think it's wrong for you to say that phrase about yourself. But it would be inappropriate for... I'm not... Re, I mean, breaking news, I'm not actually dating all the members of BTS. <laughs> so I don't... You said no. just three of them. Just three. Only three of them. Yeah. I normally, I normally, there, there was for a long time in New York City, there was a gay bar called the Rice Paddy, P-A-D-D-Y. Yeah. And that's where you would go to date Asian dudes. And Asian, and if you were into Asian dudes, the term was you are a rice queen. Like that tells you that was only in like the nineties and two thousands. That's how quickly everything is evolving around these discussions. So, um, but I bet you there is a (laughs) term for dating. Yeah, I'm sure there is. And you know, the drag queens made it up. So, (laughs) all right. Um, what I need what is a term for dating a rich boy band Asian? That's what I, you know, that's my term. All right, let's have a magic moment with Scott. This magic moment. This magic moment. Your lips are close to mine. All right, you better get a breath mint. Did you just grab my ass? All right, Scott, walk us through it. Okay, so this magic moment, actually, uh, I've been thinking, obviously, you know, um, well, this 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 podcast is going to air on Thursday, but as you guys know, Wednesday, I'm going in for my cancer surgery. I'm having my thyroid removed. So I've been thinking a lot about that this week, not stressing so much, but just the fact that I have to have cancer again and deal again with the, the cancer tumor. And all that, but um, so this magic moment uh, turned turned out to be one of the. It was like one of the saddest days of my life, but when I look back at it, it was one of the most magic days of my life. And that was 
the day I found out that the tumor in my my nasal cavity was cancerous, that I actually had lymphoma. The doctor told me that. And the rest of the day was just terrible. Obviously, I had to tell Marsha. She cried. I cried. Same day, my agent dumped me. Um, it was just, it was a very terrible day. But then, um, looking back at it, the type of lymphoma I had usually causes a tumor on the inside of your body. And you don't know about it until much later, uh, stage-wise. So I probably wouldn't have known I had lymphoma uh, tumor until it was about stage four. But because of where the tumor showed up on my face and uh, just where it was, I found out I had lymphoma at early stage one. So having that tumor on my face basically saved my life. So that's a magic moment to me now. I look back at it and uh, I say, I, you know, I think the higher powers that for so, and even my oncologist said, this never happens. A tumor never appears on your face like this. So that's my magic moment is the fact that I, I got cancer, but I got it in a place that was easily locatable and easily treatable. When you say higher powers, yes. are you referring to Cher, Beyonce, and Lynette Romero? Um, mostly Lynette Romero. Understood. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, so now I go in again. I go, I'm going in again on Wednesday. I just uh, picked up all my medication. Um, what kind of meds do you take? Um, I didn't even look at them. It just said take, take after surgery. You know, obviously there's some opioids for pain. There's some things to take before, um, food before eating. I think it, because swallowing is going to be a difficult situation. And I think, um, I'm, I might not be here next weekend, depending on if I can speak or not. Because the doctor said my because of where the thyroid is, it's going to mess with your voice box, and you might not be able to speak. Is so, there a chance your voice will change? Um, provided that uh, the doctor doesn't nick my voice box, like stays away from the voice box, no, my voice won't change. She said, "If it gets any deeper, it could get. It would be very strange." <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, she's she's one of the best. She's from Cedar Sinai. She's gonna. She does this all the time. And I'm not worried about the surgery. Um, but uh, yeah, they're gonna go in. They're gonna take it out, and that's that. Hopefully, it, it hasn't spread. I have been having a little more trouble the last few weeks swallowing. And I know, uh, you know, we all have trouble swallowing sometimes, Jim, don't we? I've I've never had difficulty with swallowing. Thanks for asking. <laughs> no, but uh, now when I swallow, it's loud. Like you can hear it across the room. Marsha's like, "What was that?" And I said, "Oh, I just I just swallowed." <laughs> <laughs> it's like a clicking noise. So, but yeah, so that's that was my magic moment. After the fact, realizing that having a tumor on my face probably saved my life and having a great oncologist find this tumor on my thyroid once again saved my life. So how um, can Marsha tell the difference between the clicking noise when you swallow and your pacemaker? (laughs) Who told you I had a pacemaker? I just just assumed because you're older. Listen, the reason uh, I'm joking with you. I did sprain my ankle falling up the stairs. Oh, no. Oh, no. And Marsha called me an old man. But uh, I had a friend who fell up the stairs and had to get surgery on her shoulder. It's crazy. (laughs) Listen, the reason I'm joking with Scott is because I... No, everything will be okay. This is a really common procedure. He has great doctors. He's going to a great hospital. It is going to be a-okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we're all going to support you, and you're going to have a really easy surgery and an easy recovery, and it's going to be a-okay. And, uh, you know, like you said, (sighs) 
holy crap, he found it so early, the original cancer. And now you are on top of all of the details in a way it's, it's a blessing because from the go with your various cancer now in like two separate locations, you have had this approach of, Oh, I'm just going to nick it early. I'm going to get it in the bud. I have to say, I have to say if, if you're going to get cancer, do it the way I did it mm-hmm. because it's, I, I've, I mean, I have been the luckiest cancer person I know. Mm. I can say that definitely. I know a lot of people who have suffered a lot more than I have. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's almost to the point where I'm embarrassed to call myself a cancer survivor because it was, you know, it was so, uh, you know, I had eight rounds of chemo, but other than that, it, it, it was, it wasn't that, it wasn't that bad comparatively. Mm-hmm. I got lucky. I've been lucky twice now. So, you know, and I'm going to wear one of those, uh, collars for you as well. And take the picture. <laughs> oh my God. I want you in a recovery onesie with a dog collar. I want the cone no, of no. shame. He needs to be holding his, his thyroid pillow we gave him. That's right. Yeah. I'll wear my thyroid pillow, which is the cutest thing ever. It's so cute. How big is it? Can you wear it like a collar Excuse pillow? Me? Isn't that kind of a private situation? Oh, I oh, I think we've oh, already a thyroid pillow. We've already established everything about your junk, Scott. How big is that <laughs> thyroid pillow? It's pretty big. It, it'll wrap around my neck. So sure. could you wear it on travel? Like, a, is it a travel no, pillow no. option? <laughs> no, it's not that big. It's not that big. I want one of those mushroom helmets that you have, though, when you travel. Oh, yeah. The ostrich pillow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. Um, You want my mushroom helmet? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had no idea when we started this this episode that we were going to talk about cancer so much. Yeah. And um, I blame Christine and Toby. Um, But I actually try to lick myself as well. Just just for fun. You know, I was saying before how I think it is um, how life works, right? Like life when it rains, it pours, as they say. And but even more so than that, you can always find correlations coincidences, parallels, whatever you want to call it. You can always find these moments in life that make total sense. I mean, of course, our little podcast group here is going through all this and it it doesn't it almost doesn't surprise me that Toby had the surgery right before your surgery and right. you know Christine was offering to change her topic this week cuz she didn't want to have too much cancer talk and I was like no let's have it because that's no, life that's, that's how happening. it works that's, uh, family that's what family issues are you know yeah um so I also have to say which is pretty crazy you know um real estate for me has been kind of tough lately as you know, Hmm. but over the last, like just before the surgery and the the last week or so, I have, I have some brand new clients. I have a listing on a building. Um, things have just started to take off. I'm doing a commercial lease, uh, that will probably finish right after my surgery. So like the universe is looking out for me in many ways. And I have to be grateful for that. And, uh, my, my future mother-in-law, Marsha, um, she's just like, uh, this Jamaican queen. And she called me yesterday and basically talked at me for about an hour and, and changed my whole attitude. And, uh, I have to be grateful because I got a text just before this. I got a text from my new clients. I was in Palmdale most of the weekend showing homes. And um, my new clients said, you know, you're you're the most amazing person we've met. We love you. We, I have a brother and a, an aunt who are both looking for homes. We're, we're you know, she brought me handmade soap. She, you know, and uh, that's what's, that's what's really nice about, being a realtor is that you get to make friends all the time, you know, like every time you make a new client and it clicks, you have a new friend as well. So that's, uh, I've been, I've been blessed throughout, you know, the closer the cancer surgery comes, the more blessed I am. So 
Anyway, I'm rambling now, but I'm going to be okay. And hopefully I'll be here next Sunday to be able to be with you guys. We'll take as long as you need. But also, um, you know, the the great Sheryl Crow said every day is a winding road. But really, you know, the crazier it is, the more you know you're living life, truly. So, exactly. I, you're getting up and you're you're living you're fighting the good fight every morning. You know. I always think God it would be life would be easier if I was rich. Life would be easier if I was super famous. Life would be easier if 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 if. Yeah. Life would be boring, right? If we didn't have all the challenges thrown at us, and and so <clears throat> I'm always exhausted with my mom and the caregiving. However, I wouldn't change it. Because I still have my mom. The alternative's not great. So it's like, you know, um, I hear you. Yeah, we were talking about financial difficulties with my my future mother-in-law, whose name happens to be Grace. Oh, earlier you said Marsha, and I was like, Marsha's mother's name is Marsha? No, no, no. It's Grace. Her name is Grace. And uh, you couldn't have named her more perfectly. And uh, she was like, what's wrong? You know, I can't do the Jamaican accent, but she's like, what's wrong with you? Do you think you think your family is the only, are only the people who you're related to? Do you think it, you're, you don't have, an, just because you don't have any money, you're not, you, you know, we're not here for you? Like, do you think you're ever going to be homeless or hungry or anything? We're, we're, we're your family now. You're a family. You're going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. And uh, I, I mean, she's a godsend. Marsha's a godsend, and she has the same personality as her mother. And what a family to be to be brought into a family like that with open arms, with no judgment, is just a, a blessing on top of a blessing on top of a blessing. So <clears throat> this week, I've been counting my blessings. Just uh, the closer I get to surgery, the happier I get, which is very interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, I love it. I love it. Sorry, I was rambling there for a minute. but It would be fun if you ended that story with, so then I, I said to Grace, can I borrow $2,000? The bitch hung up on me. <laughs> Alternatively, the other ending could have been, and I counted my blessings and I counted all of you. Yeah, I didn't, you know. It's well, all right. We get it. Okay. You know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, Janine, I'm glad you're here. That's oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I swear, if you become a contributor of the Jim Lanahan and Friends podcast, you will not get harassed by Scott Sheldon. Please do not be scared off by Scott's behavior. Disclaimer. We cannot. We cannot prove. Unless you want to be. And then. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless that's why. You're oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you want some nasty, dirty talk with Christine Sinecor. We'll make that happen, but only if you ask. <laughs> All right. Well, by the time people hear this, you'll be out of surgery. You'll be recovering. Yeah, I'll be recovering. I'll probably, um, you know, it's funny because I'm going to do a story. My surgery is Wednesday morning uh, at 9 a.m. And my plan is to do a story right before they roll me in there. Great. And uh, I'll send that to you and I'll tag Jimmy and everybody. I'll, ta- I'll tag the podcast. So Awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Uh, good luck with everything. We'll be thinking of you. And um, if there's any opportunity for awkward hospital gown pictures, please send them to me and okay. to Janine, our friends with benefits. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> that, there's a t-shirt for you. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, Normally, right now, we do feel-good news. and Yeah, let's do it. Well, guess what? We don't have any? I didn't prepare it. I literally... <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, I literally just this second realized I didn't do it. <laughs> so there's nothing to feel good about this week, everybody. Congratulations. <laughs> I'd like to end the podcast with an image of Scott's ass hanging out of a hospital gown. <laughs> <laughs> That's
That's hilarious. Oh, um, I think Does the good news. Anyone have a feel good story off the top of their head? Well, I think you provided us a feel good story oh, with good. the um, words Magic from Grace yeah. and with the new clients, and it really is just proof that like when you're going through the storm, there is always light at the end of the storm you know there's always yes. blue skies there's always you just have to keep going my mom gave me a christmas card once that said believe it's in um glitter on red velvet and it says believe in cursive and i framed it and i've had it for 20 years or so yes. because she gave it to me when i was trying to i think at the time i was I was working at General Electric and I was just miserable and I wanted so badly to get back to theater gigs. And, um, and so the card had double meaning and it, but I look at that card all the time and I really think to myself, you can, to a certain extent, create your reality by thinking your new reality, manifesting, you know, whatever you want to call it. Everyone has a different word for it these days. And, and I truly believe that. So, you know, even though the last few months have been horrible for you, Scott, I know that you just kept the faith and kept moving forward. And look, things are already opening up, even with the surgery this week, which yeah. if you think about it, the surgery is another important step in the right direction for you. Okay. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely a positive thing that needs to happen. That's, you know, the universe is looking out for me again and again. Mm -hmm. So, and the fact that it's at the best hospital with the best doctor and, you know, it's like, I'm very blessed. I'm yeah. very blessed and it's going to do nothing but put me in the right direction. <clears throat> yeah. Somebody's going to put me in a movie and I'm going to be a big famous movie actor. Oh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And can I go to openings with you instead of, of Marsha? Thank you. Sure. Okay, good. And um, I'm sure Marsha won't mind. Uh, yeah. she'll be fine. I've known you longer, so I get to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, wrap up and tell everybody where they can find us on the Media de Sociales, which is French for social media. You can find Dr. John Paul Higgins on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and his website at Dr. John Paul and drjohnpaul.com. Christine. Uh, you can find me at Christine Sinecore on Instagram, at C Sinecore on Twitter and Facebook. And if you would like to see pictures of me, as a bareback rider in kindergarten, you can find that on. My Thank website. you very much, Scott Sheldon. <laughs> you can find me at uh, where can you find me at Twitter and Facebook? I'm at Scotty Sheldon. Uh, Instagram is my main my main uh, thing. I'm on at Scott Sheldon at Scott A Sheldon. That's my main page. Scotty Sheldon, the actor, uh, for any future acting gigs, and if you're looking for a home or looking to sell your home in Los Angeles County. I'm your man, Scotty Sheldon, the realtor. Stephanie Laffin. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Chicky Laff, C-H-I-C-K-Y-L-A-F-F. -F. Remember, DM me if you have a yummy, yummy suggestion, and it may end up on the show. And for lots of pictures of my dog, Billy, often in costume, I'm just saying, he's at Billy the Rescue Pub on Instagram. My name is Jim Lanahan. You can find me on Instagram at Jim Lanahan. Learn everything else about me at jimlanahan.com. Did somebody just make a fart noise while I was talking about my Instagram? <clears throat> no, I'm I sorry. My, my nose got clogged. My one I think this is what the world <laughs> just heard. This is what the world just heard. <clears throat> I'm on Instagram at Jim Lanahan. <laughs> I'm totally sorry. I couldn't breathe for a second there. That's well. That's the, I mean, that's why God invented mute buttons. Yes, I hit the mute button too late. Okay. Um, Try it again, Jimmy. Go again. <laughs> you literally have two mute buttons. You can find me at jimlanahan.com. You can learn everything about me, including life coaching. You can also see me live. It happened again. Christine, was that you? Yes. Sorry. That was not me. <laughs> <laughs>
See, she's mad because of the bareback rider incident. No, I just, <laughs> I couldn't resist the urge to make them. I'm live every Tuesday with Heather Carlucci Medium at 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. If you want a free psychic reading, that's your chance. Come and get a free psychic reading. It's fabulous. Uh, and then the podcast group on Facebook and on Instagram is easy to find. Jim Lanahan and Friends Podcast Group. All right, y'all, that is the Thursday show, and uh, it was a good one. This was a serious one. Scott's going to have a good surgery. Toby's going to continue to heal lovingly in his onesie. <laughs> Maybe just duct tape the onesie on his body, you know, like just just at like the around the paws and around the neck. So, you know, oh, I mean, that's hold still for that. Oh, I know. He probably hate. I don't know how you're getting him in the onesie because he's not behaving right No, it is. Do you have to like hold him in the middle and then just shove it on him. The first one was was awful because it was a true onesie. But this is sort of made for animals. So it just snaps up the back. So it was a little easier. Once I got his, oh. like, feet in the holes, I could just kind of, you know, hold him Has there. he tried to bite you and uh, attack you as you do? Uh, he, no, he, he, like, one time he gave me, like, a light bite, but he hasn't scratched her. He okay. just kind of whines. Yeah. He probably doesn't feel good. Old old Toby would have let Christine have it, but he probably has, he's mellowed, but also he probably doesn't feel good. So he's probably, yeah, that's like, a lot of, that's a lot yeah. of staples. It probably stuff. doesn't feel good to move, you know? Yeah. Um, well... Um, thinking of Toby and you, Scott, this week, Thank and uh, we'll be back in your podcast feeds on Monday, you guys. Until then, please take good care of yourselves so you can, in turn, take good care of others because that is our first and most important job. I tell you every week, I mean it. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Love you. asked you this when you first um, told us about the thyroid cancer. Mm-hmm. Is this going to affect your ability to deep throat? I don't think so. Uh, it, might, oh, okay. it might actually benefit. It might be a benefit. Good it to might know. Be easier. <laughs> <laughs>